0: i guess we did another big old loop around the sun but who gives a fuck i'm not going to talk about that welcome to the lord petty podcast we don't care about christmas we don't care about new year's everybody else has already talked about it let's keep it moving forward Let's keep moving forward because it's 2020. There's going to be another presidential election. And um, I'm just going to save everybody some time because it doesn't matter. And if you want everything that Bernie wants, just go join the military. You'll get everything that way. You'll get all the health insurance. You get all the job. You get all the shit you need. You just got to go put your life in danger and you'll get all those things um, versus just trying to get them for free. So that's that. Wanted to get that out of my way. Uh, One thing I'm really hoping that's going to happen coming up in the future is that rappers, they always say hip hop is a young man's game. If you guys hear that, hip hop being a young man's game. always wonder, though, because if you get around old people with dementia, they kind of behave like children, you know, like the life's the life, the circle of life kind of goes, you're born, you're a baby, you need to be taken care of, and then you slightly keep getting a little bit older, and you can start more and more taking care of yourself, and then you're an adult, you're self-sufficient, and then you reach your peak, you become smart, you become skilled. Everything that you've learned comes together in this one big bow, and you just become a whole human, and then more time goes by then you just start deteriorating like your body goes to shit and your mind starts going to shit and you basically start turning into a child again right so let's say if rappers let's say if rappers is a young man's game let's say like uh, most rappers hit their their stride at 20 right so let's say the same mindset that you're at in 20 let's say you go back to that when you're like uh let's pick and let's say 67 let's say it's 67 you start being in the same kind of mindset no that's not fair let's say 75 75, you're probably in the same mindset as you were when you were 20. You probably made that like uh, regression at that point, right? So I think all the rappers with the face tattoos and shit, um, they're all going to come back when they're super old. It's like when you go to a Rolling Stones concert and they all literally look like um, it's Halloween because their faces are just hanging off of their faces. That's gonna be like six nine and shit's gonna be getting his iffies with his blickies when they're that old and we're all gonna be jamming to him when we we'll are be sitting around in the nursing home. Um I'm pretty sure the millennial generation is gonna be the generation that's gonna be super proud and super happy to be in homes because it's all just gonna be like being in college again and all the rappers are gonna come out again. And um shit's gonna be off the fucking chain, dude. I'm gonna have prescription cocaine. I'm going to have prescription cocaine and Lil Uzi's going to drop Eternal. It takes six. And uh, we're all going to be getting down, you know? Or nothing will ever change, you know? It's, it'll be like how the conservatives want. Hey, I shat on the liberals earlier, talking about how uh, if you want everything that Bernie wants to just join the military, how about this? Let's shit on some conservatives, because I like to shit on everybody equally. What the fuck is up with you guys expecting just nothing to ever change, you know? I understand being like fiscally conservative, right? I get that republicans i i get it but at the same time you can't have this expectation that nothing's ever gonna change you know the same way the hardcore liberals just want to shuffle everything around and just make a bunch of weird dumb uh things that they think are bringing progress but they're just shifting shit around and complicating things that really don't matter that's like super hardcore conservatives just expecting nothing to ever change you know and everybody's crazy literally everybody's crazy tell me i'm lying Tell me a fucking line by saying everybody's crazy. I'm a little crazy. You're a little crazy. On the grand scale, humans are fucking nuts. The goddamn nutters. You know. <sighs> I'm not saying I'm always telling the truth, but I'm never gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, bro. Um, it's always weird for me looking at like it's always the weird motherfuckers that know martial arts. You ever noticed that? Like I made a joke that they're. Other- <laughs> Actually, I'm not gonna talk about that because I'm gonna expose somebody. But you always notice it's always like the really goofy looking kids. Well, they'll be like, Oh, well, I did karate growing up. Like, yeah, yeah, of course you did karate growing up. Cause look at you, because if you didn't, you probably got picked on. So that's why you had to do karate, because your fucking nose looks like a goddamn shoebox. Like somebody put a shoebox on your head. And they pulled the they pulled the yadas out of them. It's always just the like weird, awkward guy that'll just like beat your ass. You know, it's never the big loud mouth guy because the big loud mouth guy, because everybody's compensating, dude. Everybody's hiding something. So the big loud mouth guy um, is just hiding that he's actually like a huge vagina. It's like the dude in the gym that's like super, super, super yoked. He's just like building all that exterior usually to hide up his like soft insides. And then you got guys like me that are just, uh, just got it all together, you know? I also had my birthday, which was um, extraordinary. I feel so grown up now, you know, like ever since that day kicked over, I just feel like uh, I just really feel like I have my shit together and I'm super grown up. You know, I was thinking about starting to wear glasses, thinking about growing a mustache and wearing glasses and um, calling bitches ladies and stuff like that. So, you know, you can say I've really grown up. I've really made this conscious decision to just move forward with my life and uh, put this all behind me, all these like dumb little jokes and stuff, and really just buckle down at my job and really just give it all I can. Because if you give it all, if you give it your 100, the company's gonna take care of you, you know? It's not like uh, it's not like this stereotype out there where a company's just basically renting you for your time until you die and trying to squeeze as much work out of you without paying by paying you the least amount they possibly can so some asshole can buy like uh, an even bigger car uh, or more Rolls Royces where like, like at what point does it stop? You know, at what point does it stop? Cause you go to these meetings and stuff. And I was like, okay, we need profits need to go up. That's just like the natural cycle of every company. Literally like every year, every company sets out to have all these new goals, all these new targets. They're like, oh, we got to hit more. We got to hit more. We got to hit more. We gotta do more, faster, cheaper. And then at some point it just reaches this boiling point where everybody's sick of management management's shit. And then they just start hiring a bunch of retards, and then all the product production goes down, and then everything just goes to shit. You know, why wouldn't you just get it at like a good place and then just like if it's not broke, don't fix it? You know what I'm saying? I literally feel like middle management in most companies just buffers between the people that actually like run shit and the people that actually do stuff to make the people that actually run shit um be far away from the actual action and it makes them seem more important because more layers are in between you know it's like the it's like a plate of nachos or something like that you know you keep the keep some shit in the middle because the best stuff is at the very bottom or at the very top without a cheese on it you feel what i'm saying Anyways, uh, but yeah, I had an amazing birthday. The homies showed out. I appreciate everybody that showed up and I really appreciate everybody that squirmed when I invited them out just to be nice. And then they had to come up with an excuse on the spot why they didn't want to come out, which is absolutely fine because I'm usually that guy. So I understood, which is like, I didn't care if anybody was going to come out in the first place. because I was going to have fun with or without you. But um, I just kind of felt bad by trying to include people and then they'd start squirming trying to come up with an excuse because let's be honest nobody wants to really do anything you know it's either a far drive it's out late people got to get up or people just don't care which is uh, you know completely fair like I'm not even upset about it you know it's uh, you know people got jobs people got kids people got shit they got to do you know. Some some of y'all got them blue collar jobs. You gotta get up nice and early. Um, you know some of y'all, some of y'all might be strippers. You work late. Actually, uh, that brings up a good question. Like, is being a stripper, or I, let's say a prostitute, is being a prostitute a blue collar job? You know, it's kind of a dirty job, right? Isn't that technically what a blue collar job is where, you know, you have a blue collar because you're going to get shit on you. You're going to get uh, you're going to get some chemicals on your chest. Sounds like prostitutes get a lot of chemicals on their chest. You know, a lot of like bleachy type shit. So I, I would consider a prostitute as a blue collar job. But that's just me. What do I know? I'm just a little boy trying to make my way in the world with all these questions. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like to look within myself and just see my inner child and then uh, take that inner child and funnel it and look at who I am now and be like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing, dude? Is this this what you envisioned, you know? Actually, when I was really little, I wanted to be a rally car driver, which shows how fucking dumb I was. What kind of career is that? Like, I want to drive a rally car. Yeah, dude, like how how do people get those professions, you know? uh kids are dumb dude actually what i really wanted to do i remember this i remember sitting in the bathtub playing with my Playmobil, and um i was like my mom asked me what i wanted to do when i grew up and i said i wanted to make shoes on a train i had this vision where i was on a train and i was just like hammering nails into the bottom of some dress shoes and i was throwing them out to the indians because i thought they didn't have shoes and that just shows how dumb I was, and how dumb I still am. Because um, look at me now, still just following my dreams. But um, you know what's actually kind of funny about that? Like I uh, I listen I listen to well, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that, and um, I listen to this one called Kill Tony. And I watched the pilot episode where they recorded just like a couple people there, and they just kept saying, "I don't know, dude." It was fucking inspirational. It's it's really fucking inspirational when you look at something that's huge. And you look at the very beginnings of it, how like, it's funny to see how laughable everything is at the very starting point, you know? Makes you feel good about trying to get something off its feet. Um, this thing has gone way further than I ever even, like, I don't give a shit, dude. I will do this. <laughs> I This is the perfect platform to just talk shit and get things off your chest. And so I will do it for free. I don't give a knock. but if it blows up, which uh, it's inevitable, if you build, they'll come and yeah, I want this to be like the diet soda of podcasts. You know, it's not like the, the go-to Joe Rogan experience, but it's like the thing you just indulge in really quick when you don't want to feel too bad about yourself. You'd be like, I'm going to go listen to this asshole, spew some shit and laugh about some, uh, some of the obscurities in the world. As I love everybody and hate on everything. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I uh my my girlfriend had her birthday recently as well. And I went and bought her a Louis Vuitton bag because I'm getting them big bags myself, you know. The money's coming in. Big dick swanging. And so I go out, I go to the Louis store, right? And I was very I was very disappointed they weren't playing two chains. That was highly, highly, highly disappointed. And I was expecting like some snobby hot girls to be working there. So I dressed pretty nice because I was trying to get some numbers that I so I could like cheat later because, you know, if I'm in there buying Louis, they probably think I'm kind of important. And um, I'm trying to like line up a ton of hoes because like it's 2020 and that's going to be my whole 2020 thing is just fucking cheat, dude. I'm just going to be like cheating all the time, bro. And um, I was going to like... I want my girl to like come home while I still have like pussy juice on my lips and the chicks just hiding under my bed. My lips are still just damp from the pussy juice. Uh, that's the level of cheating I want to accomplish because uh, that's what this generation's all about, I guess, which um, I've learned from memes, which is kind of actually sad whenever I'm on, you know, which is kind of weird because I make memes. I run an Instagram account with memes and all that shit. And uh, a lot of times when I'm reading memes, I'm just like, you people are fucked up. Uh, you people got issues, and um, that's that. But anyways, so I'm at the Louis Stowe, burying me inside the Louis still. I didn't spend so much. They gave me free champagne. Oh, God, excuse me. My Coors Light's coming about my throat. But uh, so this guy, this gay dude, he's telling me all about the features of this bag, showing me all the options. I'm not even going to tell you how much this bag costs because you guys are going to be like, uh are you stupid but yeah i'm stupid and that's that but i guess this fucking bag is like fireproof and if it gets any damage louis vuitton will just repair it for free which is kind of crazy because it makes you feel like on one hand like oh i'm getting what i'm paying for but then on the other hand you're like well i'm literally just like buying a bag But, uh, yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy. It's fireproof. Like, what the fuck is that shit? What kind of, like, composite material is Louis Vuitton? I have no idea. With a, like, fire? You're fire resistant? It's crazy. Like, chicks are wearing shit around their shoulder that's fire resistant? You know? It's kind of crazy. Like, what kind of, like, how how much fire is is it? Is it, is it, will jet fuel melt it? Will burning jet fuel melt it? You know, are they George Bush proof? Should we have wrapped the Twin Towers in Louis Vuittons? (laughs) Some rapper should have got a Louis V Twin Tower. I don't know if 9-11 jokes are okay yet, but I don't really care, dude. I mean, I do because that was a tragic day. I'm not saying that, that I don't care. Um, I'm just saying like nothing should be off the table to joke about, you know? This is the Lord Petty Podcast, and... If that right there has turned you away, I'm not going to lie. If this is your first episode, like, don't even go back. There's way worse than that. And that's how it's going to be going forward, you know? But like I said, we love everybody and we hate on everything. So uh, buckle up, you bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing I noticed, like, the biggest difference between girls and guys that I've noticed recently... Is that girls will willingly hang out with only their own kind? You know, chicks will be like, "Oh, it's girls' night." It's girls' night. they will like, get all dressed up, and they'll go, uh, like, go grab dinner, grab a bunch of drinks, take a bunch of like Instagram story videos, and uh, just like hang out and go dancing with the girls. Like, no guys tonight. And then uh, they like get enjoyment out of just like curbing dudes. Like that's the activity for the night is curbing dudes. I'm sure some of them, like the the sluttier ones, are pushing for it, you know? There's always, like, the one slutty chick that turns a girl's night into, like, having a bunch of, like, weird dudes around getting chicks in trouble with their boyfriends and whatnot. That's just uh, normal. But dudes will never, like, dudes will be like, oh, yeah, we're going out with the boys. But going out with the boys in all reality means going out and talking some shit to some chicks, you know? Like, no dude's gonna free-willingly go to a fucking sausage party, but chicks will have a fucking clam convention all day long. Like, girls will hang out for hours just talking. Like, they don't want to hang out with dudes, they just want to talk shit about them, you know? They just want to make sure, like, they don't have the shortest, uh, they don't have the worst deal, you know? They just want to, like uh, talk about their boyfriends and see which one is the worst ones and who gets ousted from the island. You know, it's like survivor Where it's like, all the girls are getting together. It's basically the guys are playing survivor and they don't even know it because all the girls are just voting you off the island. If that's the case, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, even if your girlfriend really loves you, if all the friends hate you, she's just going to be like, you're out, bro. Next. And if you think she doesn't have the next lined up, you're dead wrong and you don't understand female nature. Sorry to tell you this. Don't kill the messenger. It is what it is. It is what it is. Doesn't that kind of suck? Like once you once you take that pill and you open up your eyes and you just kind of like see how uh, the world actually is, like what it actually is. You know, it's not a fucking movie. Because you want to pretend like life is Hollywood, but then you remember who's writing the movies and you think about the type of people. Like Think about the people in your life that were in theater and stuff like that, right? So those are the people that are writing movie scripts. Um, just because they hire the attractive people to play the parts because it plays a lot of money, the people writing the movies are the fucking nerds. So they write the movies to play out with what they, how they wish their lives would be, you know? That's why movies aren't real. They aren't human nature, straight up. It's like when you see dudes uh, chasing girls around and they think like, oh, if I fucking chase her enough, she's going to come after me. No, you want to like, you want your girl. The only power as a dude you have in a relationship is the ability to walk the fuck out. That's the only power you have in the relationship. The more you dump on there, the worse it gets, the more it backfires. Like you need to get on your shit and do your thing. It's the exact opposite of what the movies portray. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's kind of sad. But not really. Who cares? Who gives a fly? Who gives a flying fuck? Um dude, chicks get so thirsty during the holidays. Um girls girls in the winter, like girls during the holidays are like guys in the summer, you know? Guys guys during the holidays kind of retreat and you're just like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna watch football. Guys are more so to like retreat in the in the winter time, like when it's cold out and like watch football and shit like that. And girls get mega thirsty because they're bored. You know, they're not out like showing a bunch of skin and getting a bunch of attention. So uh, my DMs been getting hit up, dude. Bitches been trying to holler, but uh, y'all bitches already know. I got showedy and that's my showedy. And uh, unfortunately, for, unfortunately for me, I'm a pretty loyal guy until 2020 comes rolling around. I would be cheating, dude cheat in 2020 bro um, but until then it's still 2019 like I'm a pretty loyal dude and uh, I've just kind of noticed it like I think chicks uh, which uh, they're just trying to like have a dude for the holidays and that's hilarious because realistically they probably just want like gifts and stuff like that or to like put their cold ass dead feet on some dude's legs after work and all day But, you know, and then dudes in the sun, then in the summer, girls are all like, you know, flaunting their shit, getting a bunch of attention. They don't want to be tied down. And that's when dudes are looking to date. Dudes are looking to date during the summer because that's when the girls are looking the best and their dudes are we're out and about. We're doing our thing. And it's always good to have a main thing. You know, you're always supposed to keep a rotation. If you're single, you got to have at least three girls. If you don't have at least three girls and you're single, you're fucking up. Because if you think that girl doesn't have at least three guys, you're fucking up. I'm sorry to be the messenger, dude. I always feel like it kind of puts me in a weird depression having to be the messenger of all this shit, you know? I wish sometimes I was just like... um, Yeah, I wish I was just like some nerd that was into like a LARPing or something like that and hadn't spent so much brain power trying to like figure out women. But, uh... I don't know. dude, And it kind of sucks because then I put this shit out there because like realistically you want the people in your life, like especially like your girlfriends and stuff like that, like you want your girl to think you're an idiot. Ideally, you want your girl to think you're an idiot. You want to give her enough rope to hang herself with, give her all the opportunities to fuck up. And if she never does, that's your wife. But, um, if you're a big dumbass like me, what you do is you put this shit out on blast and then everybody knows that you understand these things, and then girls are kind of hesitant to fuck with you because it'd be like, oh, I can't really get away with my bullshit. So, um, act stupid, you know, play a sucker to catch a sucker. 48 laws of power, you know, all the info's out there, you know what I'm saying? Just act stupid, beat the pussy up, have a funeral for the pussy and loving memory of the pussy. And that's how, um, if I could, that's how I'd be living my life. So hopefully some of you can, hopefully some of you guys can do that so I can live vicariously through you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm out here just running my big fucking mouth, exposing all my secrets. No bueno. No bueno, dog. I I think it's funny that girls still live by this thing that they, they're like... Well, girls, especially, so So the one, you always got that girl in the group that can't lock a guy down, and then she'll, like, tell all the other girls, she'll be like, oh, well, if he really likes you, he'll pursue you. They'll, like, encourage the girls to just keep curving the guy that they actually like and to play games with them. I don't think you chicks understand that, like, the average dude is five swipes away from getting his fucking nuts licked. I know that sounds vulgar, I know that sounds terrible, but it's just truth. I'm the messenger of truth, dude. Sorry, I'm a fucking... Uh, I don't care, dude. I I really don't care. But that's just what it is. You know, the same way... The same way women aren't expected to stand in the kitchen like it's 1950, guys don't need to be all romantic and shit anymore because thanks to feminism and absent fathers, like we can literally get away with murder. Feminism has made getting pussy... Easier than going down to the corner store and buying a pack of hubba bubba. Put that pussy in your mouth instead, you know? Told y'all, dude. Put that pussy in your mouth. I'm done eating ass, though. Done eating ass 2020, I just started drinking Jaeger again. That's how we doing this, dude. Fucking Mike Tyson, that shit. Um... I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty happy that all the holidays are over. Um, I just I couldn't get all jolly this year, which, I mean, I haven't really felt super jolly, jolly in general. But, um, you know, I don't know, dude. Christmas used to feel like magical and stuff. And now it just feels kind of... I'm, I'm like sick of all the holidays. We need a new holiday. Like somebody needs to do some crazy shit that'll give us a new holiday. Like where the fuck do holidays even come from? You know, my whole life... My whole years on this earth has always been the same holidays. And, like, Christmas comes rolling around. I'm just like, okay, well, let's just do this again. Let's get through this. And um, I don't know. Like, usually I snap into it, though. Like, usually I snap into it. I think the moment I finally snapped into it is uh, Shoni and I went to this, like, Lights of Christmas thing. And um, I was feeling, I was feeling pretty festive, you know, I was walking around with my girl on my arm, you know, all this shit I was talking, you guys gotta understand, I'm actually like insanely in love with my girlfriend and I actually like, I'm super happy. I'm, I'm, the reason I can say all this shit, cause I'm like on a, like I fuck all you hoes. Like I don't really care what any of these bitches think about me. I'll expose you all day long. But, um, so we're walking around and I got like, they like said, I got like a hot coffee. We're looking at all the Christmas lights and stuff. And uh, there's there's this attraction called uh, The Talking Christmas Tree, this guy named Bruce Bruce. And I asked Shodi, I was like, uh, Talking Christmas Tree, what's that? And she's like, uh, it's a guy in a Christmas tree that talks. And we just kind of stand there and look at each other for like three, four seconds. And then we look over and there's a line at least like, Realistically, honestly, probably like 100 people deep to go listen to this tree talk, like some guy just in a Christmas tree. And uh, we laughed and then we walked away. And that's when I realized how big a dorks people are. Or I'm just jaded. I don't know. One of the two. But um, I kind of, if I was on, imagine being on like some mushrooms, some some hallucinogenics, and then just seeing some guy wearing a Christmas tree and talking. You know? I wonder what he talks about. How do you get that job? I could have that job. Look, I've been talking for 20 minutes straight now. I could do it for uh I could do it for a good hour. If they're paying me like my prize to be, be Bruce Bruce, if I were the Christmas tree, to enlighten all these kids and tell them about like um, how people work, I would need at least hundred and twelve dollars an hour. And I would just stand there being like, All right, kids, let me tell you right now, if you really like a girl, what you need to do is let her know you want to fuck her and then ignore her for the next three weeks. Like, oh, okay. And um, yeah, pay me my one twelve an hour. I'm only working five hour shifts. I'm only doing it two times a night, like a stripper, because I'm a blue collar guy. And that is the Lord Petty Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I will talk to you next week. Biggest. Too
1: What's up, man? Play, uh, for life, baby. <laughs> you got to go out there huh? and handle your issues. Get my money under yours. Play out, bitch. On it. Nigga, that's bitches f- gon' pay me. What you say? All these hoes gon' pay me. Nothing but the hog, in me. Nothing but the dog and me, baby. And nigga, that's pimp shit. shit. Born to Mac Nothing but the hog, in me. That's what I said. I knew I'd be a real pimp someday, so I practiced my walk, I studied the game, I never been a sucker but I was still lame, some things never change, but my game elevated when it comes to pimping hoes, I've been truly educated cause I'm so slick, I make hoes turn tricks, players university, class of 86 and I'm hard on a bitch, go ask my first hoe, I was 17 in and now I'm 34, I'ma still be a pimp till the day I die. On every street corner, in every high rise, I got the best women. That money can buy, and when I talk about the game, I never lie. Ask me why. That little girl made her mama cry. If you wanna know? I tell you why, nigga, nigga. That's damn shit. Get that money, man. Nothing but the hog in me. Nothing but the dog you me, baby. Nigga, that's damn shit. Damn shit. Yeah. Get your money, girl, get that money, girl Nothing but the in me Nothing but the dog and me, yeah These shit Yeah, yeah Nothing but the hog in me Oh, you know pimpin' is the oldest profession yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to give a girls a bunch of money When he was young for a kiss on the cheek. He thought it was fun I knew he'd be a real trick one day girls ride his bike, let her win when they play He was soft And females made him weak, when you got no game The only way to make a freak is to pay him And that's what he called did. dick He won't lie, ask him yeah, what he do yeah. for a bitch Spend cash, just to get some ass He tried to marry a hoe, but the shit didn't last He broke the golden rule, I hope he never tried His own wife, own house, and he still had to buy it. That's fucked up, but that's the life of a trick Be a sucker for a bitch and still suck your dick he loves her, I don't doubt it She pulled out his money, said I love things about him Nigga, that's damn shit Damn shit nah, Just for your ass There's Nothing but the hog in me Nothing but the dog in me, baby right? This nigga, that's damn shit Get that money, girl Get your I money,